0: Well, I'm not a millennial. They know nothing about Office 365.
1: After a good single malt, you sound like one.
0: What can I get you guys? Oh, the usual podcast whiskey. Something unique. This is a well-stacked bar. We've got a lot to cover, Steve, so let's pace ourselves.
1: Or an extra whiskey tonight for all those cloud technology heroes.
0: That's just an excuse. We are the heroes. What are you talking about? Our podcast, Office Three Six Five Distilled.
1: Hey, Marin! Here we
0: are again. <laughs> we
1: are yes,
0: with the big master plan. <laughs>
1: with well, do we have actually any plans? We never plan anything, you no. know that. So, but you didn't okay. give me a chance to finish. Oh, so here we go. Hey, Marine! Episode
0: fifty two. Yes. Can't we say anything purposeful, meaningful around the number 52? Um, the amount of cards that are in a deck. And why are there 52 cards in the deck? Because... I've got no idea. <laughs> oh, you're not
1: going to be in one of your... <laughs> I've <the> got no <laughs> idea. F- 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 f-
0: philosophical moods, are exactly. you? Exactly. Philanthropical, Philanthropical. Uh, whatever. <laughs> no. no. We've got
1: some really interesting serious stuff to talk about tonight so you need to get your head in the zone yes like how fast do formula one cars go and how much quicker they're going
0: to be this year that's part of the conversation we have yes and it's actually fun because they're gonna add more weight to the car and that means it's gonna go faster in which is
1: kind of weird yeah they're expecting them to be slower by about a second uh okay okay this year but they expect to get that back by middle of the year do you know do you know why they slowed them down uh tell me. Because they think the tires will burst if they carry on going so fast. <laughs> <laughs> and then they we're taking all the fun away when we're watching the race, we're going the Blown tires going burst. Yeah. T- and it doesn't blow, so Aww. that doesn't quite work out. But yeah, I guess we'll get onto that a little bit later. Okay. So uh how are you feeling? Did you uh you enjoyed the last podcast, our new year edition? Yes,
0: a lot. That was good. That was very cool.
1: And life is good, work is good.
0: Life is good. I just started a new project. Um where I'm actually on the side of the business. So I'm actually the business representative to the IT people. So I'm not the IT guy that needs to talk to the business, I'm the business guy that is talking to IT. And that is very liberating. Because I can just say, look guys, this is what I want, go fix it. (laughs) And that's brilliant, I love that. Unless they go,
1: no, 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 that's
0: our job. Just tell us your user story. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, okay. But it's fun because it's um in the education sector. I've I I did a small project once for education. So, this is cool because this is this is going to have an impact on 9,000 students and a few thousand employees. So, So, th- so this fun. is a bit
1: like poacher turned game warden then. You've gone to the <laughs> other side.
0: Yes, to the dark side because they have cookies. Exactly. Ah, yes, yes they have cookies. Oh, yeah. that's quite cool. That's quite yeah. cool.
1: Any speeching events coming up? Oh, you got a, a video to do tomorrow. Why don't we give a call out for what you're doing yes, tomorrow? Yes, I'm gonna do is it a video my. Or a podcast tomorrow? It, it's
0: a video. video. Uh So together with UC Mori, which is the the craziest Finnish person that I know. I know Finnish people are always a bit weird, but you see is 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 the craziest guy. We've. I've had so many crazy <laughs> adventures with him as well. Um, so anyway, call out for the title of the, yes, uh, the video. Blaming the End User the on end user. YouTube, yes. And today, well, when we record this, so this, today is the 28th of January, I actually had a session with uh, Corina Linz on uh, uh, the Collab Days Birmingham, organized by uh, Paul Hunt, uh, amongst a few others. And it was really fun to just, talk to him a little bit because he he hit a rough patch uh, a few years ago and uh, I'm, it's so nice to see that he's back up and running and and doing his things so. hey
1: hey everybody has to have a downer just so they know how good the ups are
0: exactly exactly but to be honest it. after this one I don't have anything planned
1: now we've got Omaha we've got Omaha we've got a session to do yes, in Omaha in March yes, I'm looking yes. forward to that a little right bit right
0: after Ignite so I'm curious to see how the things that are going to be discussed at Ignite are going to impact our session that we're going to give because we're going to talk about? Search. Search.
1: For the business. In your new role as the business side, you're going to talk about search. Yes, That's cool. That's
0: cool. All right. What are you doing next to working 25 hours a day? Oh, What am I doing? I actually have a MS Teams project to roll out. Finally.
1: Yes. Yes. So my big project is the migration is running well, blah, blah, blah. So now it's a case of getting out the MS Teams stuff. So, uh, yeah, that uh, should turn out quite well. Um, And then uh, the uh, fly in the ointment is trying to connect it to a Cisco network, which I've done before i've oh, attempted to do it before okay. and got it to work uh and of course that was when we were at uh, uh, ac um, and uh, and yeah hey uh, talking about that you need to do a search for uh, a, a, a shout out for, for Dirk Van Puy Van Puy Van Pervel, yes. who's uh, hit retirement in three days time I had really? an email from him yes yeah, saying he'll oh. invite us for a drink at some stage but uh, <gasps> not at the moment cool. yeah, so that the, is cool that was yeah. good uh, that was a nice email over this weekend nice, you know every so often you get a call from somebody you haven't spoke to for ages and they go yep now's the time and I wanted to stay in touch exactly. these are the people I've dealt yeah.
0: With. So yeah, so that was oh, pretty that cool because cool. that's where
1: well, that was our birth.
0: Yes, that's where we Working met. Working AC, yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're doing yeah, this yeah, thing. Yeah. So that's cool. True.
1: Anyway, I wanted to um, do a little bit of parallelism. Ooh, Parallelism. we're all
0: into fancy words uh, today. We yes. are, aren't we?
1: Yes. <laughs> mushroom coffee, mushroom coffee. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but uh, you sent me a great link because um, yep. people know we like Formula One. We uh, It was two years ago, nearly two years ago, close anyway, when we did Barcelona. yeah, We had nothing to do with whiskey that weekend. It was all to do with Formula One. I think the, I can't the, remember. The, the, I had so much mind. whiskey. I can't remember whether we did Formula One. Yeah, the, no, we yes, did the exactly. testing, which okay. is cool. So, yeah. And uh, and you know, with with COVID last year and the Formula One season, for those of you that care at all, you know, it was well. Actually, it was quite interesting to look at the way that they managed to still travel around the world with True. all the problems. Yes, and I, and I think with uh, they were t- you had to be tested every four days at COVID, and <sighs> it was an amazing thing. But yeah. it worked, and of course, next year they're going. But because they're trying to save money, and because the cars are getting faster and faster, they're slowing them down. And it, uh, something struck me today with one of the videos you sent me, because uh, basically one of the teams, the top team, in fact, that won last year, they were saying that you know this year they've got less floor, which is where a lot of the aerodynamics run, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, less money because this year the the uh, the budget co- they've now only got a hundred and forty million. dollars to spend for the season
0: there's there's literally nothing you can do with 140 million (laughs) dollars and and I should
1: just point out that excludes the driver's wages (laughs) Um, and um, so uh, they've also I don't know I mean yeah we we drive cars and we know what a diffuser does the idea of Cluing mm-hmm. you to yeah. the road you know they've done a simple job of half in the no, the height which means you end up losing a, so a much amount downforce, of downforce yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, which is new for this year as well the top teams get less testing time in their wind tunnels and as i was listening to this video he said that basically they've had to spend so much time as a team brainstorming around how they can get as much as possible about all from all the aspects of these, if they want to obviously continue to be an award-winning team, a championship-level team, and that made me think about what we do. So I'm paralleling that with what we do. So we go because to because we are big
0: wind tunnels, and we need to know. Okay, now. Well, yeah, I'm always full of wind. <laughs> yes, that is very very uh-huh. true, and I have tunnel vision. Uh, okay. Let's
1: let's not go there. Yeah. Um, but. Um, uh, organizations, payers, obviously, to advise them, to, to help them uh, go to the cloud. Yes. Um, you know, Outlook, SharePoint, and MS Teams, mm-hmm. which made me think about what is the one thing that would give the greatest value from those applications?
0: We often sit mm-hmm. there and go,
1: you know, what are we waiting for for Microsoft to deliver this for? Why is that not working this way? Yes. Hey, I'm really yeah. missing this. Because obviously the bits you miss, you you know you want. But in yeah. terms of the big sell, so what I'd like to do is we'll go through those three applications and uh, each of us will basically give the functionality, the one piece of functionality that, in our opinion, is drives the biggest... the biggest value and why.
0: Okay. All right, so a okay. bit like, you know,
1: they say to you, okay, Moraine, why should I roll out Outlook? And you might
0: say, because it's pink.
1: and uh, no, because, and with it, being because
0: pink. it gives you the ability to send email and to receive email and lots of it. And, and the customer will say, but Moraine, I pay you to tell me something that I don't know. <laughs> yes, but that's, that's, that is one of the trickiest things. I actually had that in one... A project, and
1: for I'm the love you of God, now, I can't know <laughs> what that was.
0: Uh, oh, no, no, I remember. I remember that was for a bank, a Belgium bank, and I got the assignment to look at the way the bank was doing projects and why they, a lot of their projects were failing. So I was talking to project managers. Uh, It it was around IT, project managers, the developers, the analysts, the testers. I was talking to all of them. And all of them all said to me, well, mainly it's because we are all doing things in a different way. So every project manager has its own way of doing things. We don't have one location to or one structure to put everything. So we're always looking for something. Everybody's doing five projects at the same time, but for this project, we need to do it this way. For that project, we do it that way. So I wrote all that down and I gave a really nice presentation to the CIO and he was very cross at me. He was saying, but I already know all those things (laughs) that you're saying. (laughs) <laughs> and then my reply was, yes, but why haven't you fixed them? Because that's where <laughs> it's going wrong. Yeah, I yes, already oh, 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 the know that. So that mark. was not what I was paying you for. Oh, well.
1: There that you t- go. T- 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 it's it's always our fault. We said earlier, you know, it's always the ex- external ex- to get blamed. Exactly. Don't yes. tell me what I don't want to know. Yes. Because you know, I don't. I'm paying you to
0: make my life easier. Not tell me how to fix something and give me more work yeah, to do. I was flabbergasted Wrong. after that meeting. I was. I. W- I literally had to go home, sit down, and, be drink, gas- and drink a of whiskey because I was like, "What the hell just happened here?"
1: So, how does being flabbergasted feel like? I mean, I, I I, kind of, you know, what being drunk feels like. So, what does flabber... Yeah, let's not go down no, that line. Yeah. Too philosophical. All right. So, let's go back then to, uh, to my question to you. So, you have a limited number of resources. Yeah. So, you have to be focused in yes. Outlook. Yes. So, in terms of Outlook for you, what adds the biggest value?
0: Well, that is a difficult one because... We're not really Outlook focused. We're main, mainly proper, SharePoint and and and. Uh, Except
1: that it's though. always Outlook that you roll out first, and we've had this conversation before. That so is we very true. we start off with Outlook. Like, I'll, I'll kick off. Sure. And then yes. you can pick in. Okay. Yes. So because I I actually did that, spend some time thinking about this. Yeah. Um. And to me, I I think, it's the connection to, all of your other data that you now have available to you because you're in the same ecosystem.
0: Mm -hmm. So if I'm in Outlook
1: and I want to send an attachment, before I would have to go and dig out wherever that file was and attach it and then it would get encoded and added to the email and everything else. Then you would
0: get an email or an error message saying, no, it can't be bigger than five megabytes. (laughs) Get all of that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. But now I can... Do an attachment
1: in literally less than a few seconds. And and I, and I say that, yeah, we're we're in the zone. I'm working on a document. I need to send it to my team. So I close the document. Don't even need to close the document necessarily. I can click it from the top. But that's from within Word. Yeah. But we're talking about Outlook. So I can open a new um, email in, in Outlook. And then from the attachments, I've already got... The 10 most recent yeah. documents that I'm working and on. And inevitably, it's the one I'm working on. So and I can just click on it and I'm good to go.
0: Yeah, I love that functionality because on that new project, I had to sign a non- uh, an NDA. Yeah. Yes, NDA. And I had to sign a contract for that. So they send me those documents in PDF. I uh, signed them with my little Surface Pen because <laughs> you need to sign those things. And then I saved them in my in my downloads folder or whatever. And then I went into email, I, j- I clicked reply, I clicked on attachments and they were just there. And yep. brilliant. It's real value. Item. And, and, and yes. if, I'm,
1: if I'm sending
0: five attachments a week,
1: then I'm saving three minutes each week. That's 15 minutes I'm saving and I've got 5,000
0: employees. You know, I, it's an easy, it's a good value item. That's why the Formula One teams only have to spend 140 million uh, because they are now less they, it's taking less time to add those attachments in there. Yeah. Yes,
1: it's, now's the time to invest in a Formula 1 team because they're all going to start making profit now, by the way. <laughs> so, because they, no, no, it's true. They, they actually made that change so that owning a Formula 1 team becomes a profit margin and not just, <gasps> really? a, yeah, yeah. So and not just a big money pit. Exactly.
0: If I'm wow. Ferrari, I,
1: I have my 300 to $500 million budget that I put into my Formula 1 team every year. Now I actually only need to put in... $150, 000, 150 million, sorry, uh, dollars to to race, and then basically it's how smart my engineers are in now using that money to make me go faster rather than just throwing a
0: bunch of money at it. Because how how are Formula One companies making money? I mean, it's is just the advertising and the the sponsorships and well, they get paid the for being in the competition.
1: And... Okay, so they they actually get get a. a, a if you come first, you kind of get...
0: You get that much
1: money, okay. Yeah, a okay. you know, yeah. couple okay. hundred million or whatever. Uh, okay. um, but I think that if I take Mercedes as an example, last year, their figures, it was quite interesting. Mercedes themselves only had to pay about 40, 40 million or something for a whole season's racing That's been and it. Because they were winning yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, well, because they were winning, but their sponsorship and the way that the team's done, now it's owned by three people by the way but okay though it's, it's not only mercedes but yeah so they get a lot of you know ferrari of course okay. pay for it all themselves with a bit of sponsorship um here's an interesting one do you know they're still sponsored by smoking by uh, a tobacco company ferrari yeah yeah they, really? they always have been i think i think last year or the year before it finally stopped but yes for, for so philip years. morris has always been a sponsor even though ah. they now can't put it on their yeah, on yeah, their yeah. Thing anymore, But they've always been so. In the background, they take people to the track, but they're just not allowed to be on the tracks ah, anymore. so there's okay. still money. Oh, that so is funny. Anyway, so yeah, that's so that's how they, they okay, make money. Okay. So, yes. so
0: invest in the teams now. Anyway, but to to come back to your point of, about that outlook, what adds being value the then one, for outlook? Yeah, so uh, the, it's it's not really an, an, another thing. It's more of an, an addition to what you're saying. So I can just find everything on that one space. Um, is that now recently? And I'm just gonna move aside here.
1: There you go. Wendy has joined us for the podcast. Now she's uh, going no. to go that way and settle Into, in. yes. As Good. you uh, as you've seen from our social uh, social post this year, Wendy did join us for the podcast, and yep. she's just joined us again and again. Good. And and she might just bark. But anyway, ah, you were that's saying. okay.
0: So anyway, I was value. saying, so uh, for the last, I think, last six months or so, um, if somebody's trying to reach you in Teams and you don't respond uh, quickly enough, you will get an email notification. And what you now can do is just reply in that email to... So let's say I'm trying to chat with you in Teams and you're not responding. You don't have Teams open. <laughs> yeah, because I would go, oh,
1: God, not Moraine again.
0: Yes, Ugh. exactly. You'll get an email if you set that up in your notification settings. You'll get an email with my message. And you can just directly from Outlook respond to my message in a chat in Teams. Yeah. And same thing with Yammer. So I got uh, called We're out. We're talking about Outlook. Yes.
1: You're going to digress again, aren't you? No, I'm not, okay. because I'm
0: talking about Outlook. You oh, get okay. those things a in a mail, center. in an email, and you can just reply in that email, and that will appear in Teams or in Yammer.
1: I can do one better than that. Ooh. So when I'm sharing a Word document or co-authoring a Word document, yeah. and somebody replies to one of my comments, I
0: get an email to say, hey, they've replied to your comments. Yes, Now it gets which is th- cool. But if like 25 people are <laughs> replying to 50 comments you'll get a lot of email <laughs>
1: I was about to say exactly the same but that's where the rules for your emails come into play but, but it is true isn't it you've got some point you've got to go I don't
0: want to know exactly <laughs> so you've got to yes. manage it and balance I'll, it i'll take a look at that tomorrow tomorrow i've got time set aside to work on that document i don't want all these yeah anyway
1: but so i think that one of the new functions i think they need to find a way of grouping them together as emails hey yes. today you've had six emails about that document i've deleted five of them and here's a roundup of them yep. so cortana i know you're listening to me okay uh, that's the next thing i want you to do or you could just say, dear Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but, exactly. But, but coming back yes. to that, just to yeah. follow on that connectivity and notifications yeah. is one side of things. But the that integration now with the bigger picture, an email arrives, boom, triggers a power automate that goes off and does whatever I want it to go and do. Yeah. You know, and uh, the power of that.
0: I know that we've kind of had it before, but it's just so much easier to do nowadays. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, I've I've got a rule set up that every time somebody mentions our hashtag Office 365 distilled on Twitter, that it sends me an email.
1: Notifications again. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Notifications for emails are, are, are default, you know, yep. and I'm not entirely sure yep. they had that much value. So I get that. But mm. but uh, you know, I think somewhere along the way, it's uh, it's just a tool. But yeah. certainly for me, anyway, it's the connectivity yep. Yep. Um, of doing that. You were talking about uh, um, earlier a wizard for. Outboarding and stuff. Yes. That's slightly associated with outlook. But yes. I was quite fascinated by that. Yes. So
0: I'll tell you the story, but uh, in the meantime while you were talking, I also changed my mind about that one thing that I want to say. Oh, okay. So the one thing that I now want to say in terms of value for in terms of value for oh. outlook is grouping emails by conversation. Oh every time. Boom. Yes. Yeah. I, I I have that set up for all my inboxes. I've got five inboxes right now for all the, the projects that I'm doing. And I just set that up for all of these inboxes. And that means every time somebody replies to an email thread, it's it's no longer all kinds of emails on below on each other. It's all in that one block. And that is just brilliant because that gives me less of FOMO to think about because otherwise I would get like 500 emails in my inbox. Yeah. Now I only have 20 threads. And that's brilliant. I love that. Only 20 threads.
1: Yes. But uh, but it's one of those things that's been around for years that people
0: don't actually realize is, is there. True. And I only uh, set that up around, or I discovered that around six months ago. Really? Something like that, yes. Oh, and man. I've been trying it out, and I've been using it ever since. It doesn't always work, though, because sometimes people, when they reply, they sometimes change the title of the email, and then it doesn't work.
1: No, it doesn't. So that's their yeah. fault, not yours. No, exactly. You yes. do know you've got two levels of expansion, which is even cooler? I did. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So you can yes, say, yes. just show me the meals I've received, or the yep. emails I've received, and then you click again and you get and to then see the ones you've sent everything. as well. Everything, yes. yes. Cool, I that love is. that. And I it adds that. real value in terms yes. of finding stuff. True, no doubt true, about true. It.
0: And in terms of finding stuff, the search functionality in Outlook is out of this world. It is yeah. brilliant, awesome.
1: And, this is, and when we started talking about this idea, you said… But it's just Outlook. Yeah. But, but just actually, we're, so, email, we're so used to it, we end up abusing
0: the new stuff and the cool stuff that's coming out of it. Yes. And the power I of know, it. I know, I know. But it, it reminds me of that first episode of The IT Crowd. Okay, I, I don't know if you've ever seen no, no, that. No, no. Just it's, move on. It's Tell everybody about the IT cloud. It's a brilliant, I know. brilliant funny, yeah. funny thing from years ago. And at the, the first episode, the first scene is where uh, uh, the, a girl is applying for the job of IT manager. And then, of course, the CEO, who knows nothing about IT, asks if she knows anything about IT. And she says, of course, I know a lot about IT. I know about uh, the, the thingy. Oh, the screen, yes, that one, and the, the the thing that you type on. Oh, the keyboard, <laughs> yes, exactly, and that big box. And um, uh, oh, I do you also know about uh, email or something? Yes, of course, I know email, yeah, sending email and receiving email, and of course I know all about it. So that that was just a very hilarious scene uh, in there. So that that really reminded me of that, but. Did you heard about the because you got me going now. So yeah. you heard about the, the
1: the the call about the guy that got fired from the help desk. This is <sighs> this is very famous. The recording was around where. He, he's speaking to somebody and, you know, yes, my computer's not working. Okay, so what can you see on the screen? Well, it's completely blank. Okay, so is it turned on? Well, what do you mean, is it turned on? Is there a button on the front? Yeah, yeah, there's a button on the front. So if you press that, what do you get then? Oh, yeah, yeah, that kind of works now. And it went on and on and on. It eventually went, look, I think I know what you need to do here. Um, do you actually have the box the computer came in with? And yes, yes, I do. Is it faulty? Do I need to send it back? No, you're just too completely dumb to own a computer. So please put it back <laughs> in the box. All right. <laughs> and this this thing, this lady complained apparently about the service levels, and the guy got fired. And went, you know, I'm worth every second of it. Exactly. But yeah, I got yes. the recording. But but anyway, yeah, we talk. But but you're right. No. We too tend to take. These things for email is an for granted, now. yes, exactly. But it is uh, it is becoming a very powerful tool, true. And I think yeah. it's going to go a long way. Especially power apps, as more and more stuff get developed. True. So just like Formula One, you know, we want to get every single thing out of an application that we get true. the best value out of it. Make sure we make it to our advantages. And then you just had another flying thought. I saw it. In yeah, your face. we we
0: I was also going to talk about that. Uh, thing that I was gonna say beforehand. Oh yes, yes, yes. Around the offboarding thing. So today I did that session with Corina Linz around offboarding a user. Like, how do you properly offboard a user? Because if you just delete the user, what happens with all the content that he cr- that they yep. created the in the OneDrive emails, and Mailbox? Yeah. So now there's a really nice. If when you delete the user, there's a really nice little wizard that takes you. Through all the steps that you need to do. For example, what it will do is, if the mailbox is less than 50 gigabytes, it will um, prompt you to. Well, it it will automatically change that into a shared mailbox. Yeah. And you can just say, okay, these are the people that need to have access to it. Next, 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 and it's all done. Cool, cool. And it will set up automatic um, uh, out of office uh, reminders. Uh, not reminders, but an out of so office you- like this person is not working here anymore. It sets up the email, uh, shared mailbox. It,
1: yeah, you also said it worked on a, on OneDrive and one or two others. Yes, so it's exactly. So not to too many details on that. Yeah. But that's actually quite it's neat. awesome, yes. Because, uh, you know, you take the license out, and unless you've got um, the, not the archiving set up on your inbox... What's the one that allows you to keep it after you... The PST you functionality. No, no, no. There's, there's, there's a license extension. So you can say, I'm going to have the retention in on, on the emails. Oh, with the legal specia- hold. Yeah, the thing. legal hold. Oh, yeah. yeah gotcha. So once you enable yes. that, then you can well, get to the content.
0: That's even better. That's even an extra... Uh, bit that you can also set I, up
1: more or less for free as well, but yes. But yeah. it's once you've got it there, it's stored away somewhere. You want to try and get those emails, you've got to go digging around there. But exactly, I love yeah. the idea that that wizard will then just say, Hey, these six people, or this is a shared mailbox. And yeah. Nice, And that shared Very
0: mailbox nice. doesn't require an an extra license. No. So the license goes away and you can use that for something else. Possible. No, that's cool. Yeah. And I
1: think that just identifies that we're getting those new kinds of things being created because the importance of that outlook has never disappeared. It's you know? true. Um, I know. Yes. So, so
0: we were promised three years ago when they released Teams for the first time that we would not get as many email and we wouldn't live in our email inbox anymore. But no... No, we're still there. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I'm going to talk about how that uh, teams, my number team, oh my God. value teams, in a minute, about how that has reduced yeah. emails or it mm. can reduce emails. It can. It can. So, yes. but let's but get into that. Yes, and uh, then
0: that all—that's all about adoption and training and the thing that we need. All to All of this about. is about yes. adoption and training,
1: of course. So yeah, I mean, if we were without telling anybody, shh, 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 we're not really doing adoption, but. Reality is, we are. If you sell the value of a product to an end user,
0: you won't need to train them on it. They'll go and find it themselves. They'll go exactly. and do yes. what they need to do. It's like that steering wheel of a Formula One car with the yes. 100 gazillion buttons. I mean, you need to train people on that. You need to have them adopt all those functionalities so but that they can use it to their advantage. But when they know, then they go
1: faster. Yeah. It's cool. So let's take the next one then. Let's talk about uh, the next application, the next large application um, from the uh, office range, of course, which has to be SharePoint. Yeah. Which is, oh, um, I guess I guess we could do it now. Um, so uh, happy birthday to you! Happy birthday <laughs> to you! Yeah, approaching twenty years old. Wow. Uh, in a few months' time, um, and the really, really, really sad thing is that. Kind of, I was there. <laughs> I was there when SharePoint was one. Uh, well, zero at the birth. Yeah, Tahoe. Oof. Anyway, let's not. Uh, let's not make. I am old. Fuck it. I'm just old. <laughs> but anyway, so SharePoint then. Yes. So what is for you today in SharePoint? What gives the users the biggest value? So you have that twenty minute session to convince the users to use SharePoint, what is it that's going to make them go wow and continue to use
0: it every day? It has always been from the start that I've started working with SharePoint uh, 14 years ago. It has always been metadata. Metadata is the number one game changer for people working with, uh, with, with documents or with lists in SharePoint because that allows you to dynamically play around with the structure of your data uh, um, however you want you can filter you can group you can sort you can do all these things you can find that information so much faster that is the number one thing so if if I only get 20 minutes to explain the value of SharePoint it will be about metadata full stop full stop Punt. how to find your
1: content how to search for it Metadata. Exactly. How to confuse the user? Metadata. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> it yes. is a learning experience. There's it no is better. Yes. But I'm finding it's it is easier to sell that story. You know, for the years, you you know, I'm into in content architecture, knowledge, and all that kind of stuff. And you do need metadata to do it. And and I've been around. Yeah, as I said, birthday soon. Um. But it, it used to be more difficult. But I think now people, true. you know, as they move into SharePoint Online, they see the kind of value of linking this stuff together. They see, uh, Microsoft's attempts to confuse everybody by adding a different way of adding it and only putting columns in and the buttons, it is actually yeah. making a significant change. Yes, in, and I love true. what
0: they're now doing with all that conditional formatting. Yes. I, <laughs> I love nice, what they're it? doing. Oh, wow. it is brilliant. Why? Why is
1: that line red? Well, that's because that's a management document. Exactly. Well, how do you know it's a management oh. document? Metadata. Exactly. And it is pretty cool. Awesome. That I love cool. it. I and love that, it. I and love That, love that it. takes me a little bit to my number one uh, selling point about SharePoint Online. And that's the transformation of the Excel spreadsheet with lists, of course. And, and you know, yeah. this, I yeah. guess, the end of last year when it kind of really got rolled out to everybody. But, you know, um, uh, I, I had my boss who's or what, my boss. I had a colleague who's obviously been into SharePoint a long time, part of the collaboration team, blah, blah, blah. And uh, during a meeting today, it came out and they went, look, yeah, I know we need to track this, but let's just do something simple and get a spreadsheet. Uh,
0: You you know, Uh, I think uh, that we need to eat
1: our own dog food um, and uh, basically... We can do this as a list? Let's track it that way? Yeah, uh, yeah I guess we could do that. So it, again, you still need to tell people about it. But lists to me are just amazing mm-hmm. in terms of you know really uplifting yes. the, the access to the data. And I love the idea that Microsoft treat it the same as a form. So hey, I can go to lists and now I can decide where I want to save this. I can put it into a, a yeah. group. Uh, I can put it obviously into a, a site You've um, got your personal list as well, which yes. is awesome. It it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then on your phone, hey, yeah. there it is. And uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Downside, uh, of course, it's sometimes you go, new list. Yeah, save. Da-da-da-da. Now, where did that actually get saved? <laughs> but, True. you know, yeah. that's part of the. Um, there has to be some responsibility for this technology. You can't just use it and expect me to fix it for you. Use it so wisely. Yeah, yes, exactly. exactly. So, so lists. I think, uh, yeah, I really quite like them, and I think there's uh, uh, and their approach as well. You know, the idea of these templates. Yes. it's so tempting to yeah take that one. Stop. Okay, you don't really need those 17 other columns. You really only need to do so. Yeah, the uh, initial diving in and choosing a template. I
0: is. love also how that came full circle from. Let's say SharePoint 2007, 2010, 2013, where we already had list templates in of there. Of course we, we did, had the yes. contact list and the announcement list and all these things. And they all got taken out with the new modern SharePoint. And now they're coming back. And brilliant, yes.
1: No, I'm I pretty cool. And it picks up all the at stuff and the tagging and, yep. and all that. That's pretty yep. neat. Um, the the real value for me when it comes to lists, seeing as we're just digging down into lists, is the comments column. The comments <gasps> as on yes. every single list. Yes. So every single item, I can now add a comment, and there it is. Because I, yeah. by default, you want a list here, yeah? and we'll add the appended columns. Column. We'll turn on versioning so that we get these views. It's just there. Yes. And uh, it, it's pretty cool.
0: We need some extra steps on that. Like for example, when you the you don't have the ability to mention people right now, and they don't nope. get an email of that. But that is—it will come most likely coming no, no, in come. the next iteration. Absolutely. No, I agree. So yes. I love
1: the idea of those comments and yeah. I, and the interface as well. Boom, there's the form. Mm. Boom, there's your comments, and the two columns exactly. come up on the
0: right hand yeah. side. On the yeah. phone, it's it's yes. really neat. Yeah. So it's yeah, even, it's even so good that I get more and more questions around. Uh, When do I want to use tasks to manage a number of tasks and when do I want to create a list to manage tasks because the functionality is kind of overlapping here and there. So that's sometimes a good question.
1: I think it touches a little bit on your mushroom coffee conversation we had before we started here about you were talking about how production drives us forward and yeah. I know you're going to be talking about that on, mm-hmm. on your on thing tomorrow mm-hmm. but it's the same here. We had lists and we could do this but Microsoft have to go, okay, what do we do next? What is the next thing that we need to add value there? So, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's quite natural that we had these lists a while ago. What amazes me is they're all still there. So, you know, site well, content, yeah. other, you can still dig these. What did that one do? Yeah, was that any use? And then you load it and you go, nah. It's kind of, it's a bit like, uh, you know, it doesn't have the magic of vinyl records that are, are coming back. The girls have just bought the, you know, and they're now buying vinyl records. There's something magical about that. But looking at an old SharePoint list and opening it up on a modern page kind of doesn't have the value or no, the attraction no. anymore true, so true. you kind of got to move true. forward but now and I, from SharePoint perspective lists
0: was my thing yeah. and and a few months ago they reintroduced the calendar view for lists yes and I, they I, did actually I was actually uh waiting for that because in the summer I did a project for uh, a communications team that w- needed to have uh like a list of all the things that they were going to bring out every week and now I was able to give them that calendar view as well. And that is just a game changer for them because now they can just say, okay, this is what we're gonna bring out this week. Now we can just see that visually, boom, there.
1: I, uh, great ap- great application for this. Um, uh, I'm gonna talk about it in a little minute on uh, my team's best value, but uh, somebody wanted a, a minutes list yeah. and it was just dead easy. The date yeah. of the meeting. Yeah. Put in your uh, minutes from it. People can add comments to it. It's there. Yep. And yep. Uh, So, yes. Uh, so, being able to get that, that uh, date list. And and I'd forgot all about it. And all of a sudden, I'm looking at it going, oh, it's here. And there it was. Of course. Yeah. 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 What yeah. view do you want? Oh, ah, there. Nice. Got it. Brilliant. All cool, cool stuff. So, good. Yeah. Yes. And metadata as well. Um, actually, you might be able to answer me a question. You know, uh, on 2013, you could kind of put a folder in a in a library and then you could put the metadata By default on the folder, so as soon as you drop a document. Yes. Did that go across to SharePoint? Oh, that saves me checking that later. I just wanted to make sure that was possible. Yes. uh, Because, uh, yeah, it's a great way of getting the metadata in because you're migrating a bunch of folders across. Dum, 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 dum. Exactly. I was thinking, I hope that
0: functionality is still there. I haven't checked it yet on the new list. Because I've been using that because um, in Teams, when you create channels, they create folders in your SharePoint site. But because I also want to work with metadata, I actually have said that. Like if I'm creating... So I've got a team and they're working on six different topics.
1: Magic. I know where you're going with this. Get it out, boy. Get it out. Hey, listen, guys. You need to listen to this. This is is value. Here we go. Go. So
0: they're working on six different topics and every topic is a channel. And to move that into SharePoint, I just said, okay, if... Uh, it goes into topic number three. I just want to tag it automatically with topic three. And that just every time they just drop a file in Teams, it automatically gets tagged as well. And it's in that same folder. But now I can also do dynamic views on SharePoint. Now I can just group all these things and work with that and do all, all the other magic. So Brilliant. awesome. That yes. is superb. Yes. I, just I learned something
1: new today. I cool. wish
0: that they would do it by default. Maybe uh, I should put that in user voice. Shh! Don't
1: tell anybody. Yeah, get your name yeah. in there. That's uh, no, but that's awesome. I've not thought about yeah. doing that mm-hmm. because that's one of the things I always think about. Okay, now remember. Yes, I need to tell them that that library might change if they groupify that into or teamify that because then you're going to get a folder in there called general and it's yes. Yeah, but I like the idea of it can be set up. That's more work to do, of course. But uh, but yes, as you say, but by default. You
0: can do that with PowerShell. And if you do it in PowerShell, it's like just like Point two minutes, two minutes work and it saves you all the clicking around. And definitely when you get a lot of folders, it's just super easy to do.
1: Neat. All right, yeah. cool. So there's Outlook, value, connectivity to the data, the wizard for outboarding, the wonderful Power Automate stuff that you can do. So Outlook, mm-hmm. value, top-level items, awesome. SharePoint, metadata, and lists. And of course, lists is just metadata. So we're really talking about the same thing anyway. <laughs> Actually, we are, yes. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. All right. Last and uh, no means least, of course, is MS Teams. And you know, you, The logical order normally is Outlook and then you do some SharePoint sites and then you go to MS Teams and turn everybody back on their head again because MS Teams is a kind of different way of looking at your content, a different set of skills when you get there. But what is your number one? Hey, this is where you're really going to get the value. From your ms team so
0: what is it for you it's, for me that's actually being able to work together with other people on a project and have all that information all in that one same place so you've got your conversations your documents your approvals your meeting minutes your meeting recordings these days it's all there in that one little team. Everything is there. You don't have to go into your Outlook to find the emails. You don't have to go to SharePoint to find the documents. You don't have to dig somewhere else to find your things that you agreed upon. It's all there in that one little team. So it's all all for you about
1: putting it in the island and the island stays there. Exactly, yes. But that also requires a fairly healthy and known governance about when you create channels and all that kind of stuff so you don't end up with too much sort of diversity.
0: Yes, but you can let that team decide on how they want to do that. Yeah. If it's just a team of a few people, they will organize it in a different way and maybe the team will grow and they'll want to reorganize that. That's all good.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. So, you know, just yeah. let them sprawl if they want to sprawl. Exactly, They'll yes. soon come back and put a little bit sure. of order inside yeah. themselves. Yeah. yeah, I get that. I get that. For me, it's the... Conversion from my SharePoint group, which used to have my email distribution, is into chat. I, I just love the chat. When it first came out, I'm going, yeah, okay. It's just another Yammer. It's just another way of doing this stuff and all that kind of stuff. But if you do the job of looking at your organization and your information flows and understanding the important information and then start to get that into um, those chat and uh, those uh, messaging streams, that's when you start to save on those emails. And some of the things that you can use it for um, is, is just amazing, like meeting notes. I talked about doing it as in a list, but actually I've started just going, tagging the team. So we tag the group of people, uh, and then go, at, tag, guys, I met with da 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 today, and this is what we did, and you just put the message together in no time at all. Post it. Job done. It's not going to get in the way of their inbox. It's not going to get anywhere. They get tagged about it. Um, And uh, actually I now usually set a channel up just for meeting notes. And you can have everybody goes into the same place and everybody can refer to them at any time. They're awesomely searchable. All right, you can filter on the tag itself. Well, yeah, okay, to an extent. But it is searchable. It's the results it that's yes. the problem. Yes, <laughs> But, you know, if you know what you're kind of looking for. But the one thing I miss... And and I know I sent some messages for you on this today to see whether there was a few ideas, but I would love to be able to put a meeting name in as a tag in there. The only way I can really think of doing it is setting up a distribution group and then putting that as the tag in there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's something well, that has to come somewhere.
0: You can, um, you can always add that tag in there, like hashtag uh, meeting note one. And then, of course, you can you search, search for hashtag, hashtag meeting, meeting note, note one. one. Yep. But it's not gonna pop out as saying like, look, these might be the tags that you're looking for. No, I agree. So that's but maybe the with, with Cortex
1: that could be changed. It could be at some point. Yeah, or Cortana could be clever and say, You've been using this hashtag for a lot, so it must mean something to you. Yeah. and start getting clever about the stuff. Mm. But, but yeah. there you go, another yeah. user voice idea. But, but I just love that idea. So the idea of these channel notes, to, to use them to think about how you can replace that notification stuff, which is what this is supposed to be done for. So the tool is there, but it's like all these tools. It's only value when I have a process in my job that adds value for it. You know, things like those meeting notes. Stand-ups. I know you talked about some apps, which I'll, I'll look into. Mm-hmm. You you've said there was a blog site. Um, but stand-up meetings is really all about um uh, you know w- what i'm doing what i did today what i'm going to do today what i'm planning on doing tomorrow and my impediments and stuff yeah. and everybody is there but it's only 15 minutes yeah but if you take that 15 minutes and you just transcribe them into a few notes as a scrum master then you're just reminding everybody hey look remember this is the this the uh, the sprint goal we're working on and today everybody was aligned and yeah tomorrow there's this change and and it, it really is a great way of just being able to uh, put those kinds of things in. So, yeah, again, the tags, you know, a group sprint, because I just make a group of the people in that particular stand-up. Then I can have more than one stand-up in the same queue. I don't have to have additional channels. And um, being able to tag the groups in there. So I have to say um, that's my big thing with MS Teams. You could say it's the tabs, the way to get to the documents and all that kind of stuff, but a lot of that you can do in SharePoint already. In, you know, uh, but, yeah, for me, I'm really... I'm finding lots and lots of ways of using that uh, that conversation stream and, and and making it add value. It's uh, it's a changer for me. And do all of them? Do those of value in Outlook? Do the value in SharePoint? Do the value in SM Teams? And I honestly think you're kind of you know halfway there, if not more than halfway there, about making people understand how this stuff can you know save them time, save them money, save them effort. Uh, and it's easy to track absolutely yes so mm-hmm. then the car will go faster all right the races will be more fun the tires won't burst and you become world champion again
0: once more for the eighth or ninth time uh, hopefully it will be the eighth right. time Lister this year number if, if you're
1: a mercedes uh, uh yes then yes mm-hmm. they we be going for eight yeah. um, but, uh, but, but it is really about being the best of the best. T- talking about road stuff, have you heard of the Extreme E stuff, the new race series that starts this year? Tell me. That's, uh, that's going to be interesting. There's uh, basically a race series. It's built on the, on the Formula E by the same guy. He's now gone to Extreme E. And they're basically using these kind of beach boogie kind of electric cars. <sighs> so they've got long throw you know, wheels in. They're going to be jumping over ramps and stuff. But Ooh. it's an, yeah, no, it's an okay. ecological thing. Okay. So the circuits are going to be set up in some of the most uh, environmentally affected areas in the world. So there's about six or eight races this year.
0: Like the coral yeah. reef in Australia <laughs> yeah, or something a like, bit like water that in. No. Yeah.
1: But yeah. what they're doing is, because they're getting all the television monies and everything else for it, the money they're making they're putting into repairing those areas so this thing yeah it kind of moves in i love they do the racing and as they move out the scientists are in there and they're fixing and everything else but it's also you're kind of both ways so it's a female and a male driver so as you know the females are getting chance to get in there because it's really difficult for them to climb up the the tree Mm -hmm. but it's a 16 kilometer off-road course that's set up with all the bits and they do 16 kilometers with one driver and then they swap over and do 16 kilometers with the other and it's the fastest person to do 32 kilometers oh, that it's, it's going to be awesome that brilliant. starts this year for yes. extreme e and there's th- three formula one drivers that have bought teams so yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, oh, it's going to be cool. interesting so the ecology thing has actually brought a lot of people into it um but uh, yeah so that'll be cool so it's going to be an interesting year when this year gets starts both from a Office 365 perspective and some of those changes, and really trying to get people into those values. But yes, there'll be a bit of racing starting soon because I mm. do miss it
0: off season. Yes. You know? Yes. But yeah. yes. uh, yes. well there you go. That's just me. Totally get that. Yep. Cool.
1: And there is not any whiskey sponsors anymore in the old Formula One race. Diageo don't know. No, do William anymore. Lawson's or. No, I don't think there is. I no. think that there's, there's maybe one of the small ones, I think that, uh, but nothing that is pretty big and out there okay but i'm sure that will possibly so we'll
0: change. not see Tamnavulin on any of the race cars i cards. don't think so oh, okay
1: but funny you should mention that because you bought some of that to taste exactly right. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that was exactly. A, an interesting link i don't know Ooh, where that came from that's a crazy segue <laughs>
0: okay is it time already? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's kind of nearly, you know, 50 minutes in. So by the time we uh, Really? It yeah. always amazes me how much we can just bullshit around the topic. <laughs> oh,
1: geez. Until we get serious on the whiskey. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And I think it's potentially now the time to make the announcement for our new YouTube channel. Mm. Which, in the next week or so, will be going live. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> Nice. So yeah, that was fun. So over Christmas, we took a day out and uh, we set up a bit of a whiskey journey. And uh, I don't want to tell too much, but we're starting off on one side of Scotland and we end up three episodes later on the other side of Scotland with three whiskeys that are linked in some way. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's turning out to be great fun and a learning experience. We yeah. uh, screwed yes. up so much of it recording it. Yes. Uh, the funniest one was the first whiskey. We had to drink it three times. Yes. Because we didn't get the tasting right. That was really hard work. That to was do that hard work. <laughs> I
0: mean, uh, but yes. uh, yeah. Exactly. So hopefully,
1: look out for that, guys, because that was fun doing. It's fun to watch. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's that. But
0: for now, introduce your whiskey, my friend. Good. So today we are tasting the Tamnavulin double cask. So, it's typically uh, a bourbon cask uh, and then finished in a sherry cask from the Tamna uh, distillery. Well, I'm just. Space side, isn't it? It's so, it's a, a Scottish Speyside. whiskey
1: exactly. in, uh, in Space side. I got the posh glasses out today, you noticed? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I'm kind of getting used to the idea of a nice weighted crystal tumbler mm. in my hand. Yes. And, um, to be
0: honest. Did we already talk about the ideal whiskey glasses? I think I talked, mm, we about, talked that about them at several some times. Point, they keep yes. coming out
1: with some new ones. And I know, the but the newer, for me the more expensive they are. <laughs>
0: yeah, but for me, what I think are the best whiskey glasses are these Moroccan tea glasses. Oh, yes, those little that Moroccan tweeted about that. tea glasses. They are, to mm-hmm. me, the best uh, that you can get for uh, tasting whiskey. Okay, well, and I, I just the, the like problem the, the problem with those big tumblers is that it's only a little bit that's in there. <laughs> Especially
1: if you have to drive home. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> I had to watch Top
1: Gear the other day. There was uh, an old one, uh, and the the boys were, were driving a new McLaren. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, uh, the, the small one, whose name's disappeared off my head. Uh, Richard Hammond. Richard Hammond yeah. Hammond, yeah, was not being allowed to drive it. And they'd gone through France, and then he managed to trick uh, James into... Um, drinking said oh you swallowed that wine you were tasting so now you can't drive the mclaren so i get a chance to go drive it oh <laughs> used it good course. that's but good but there you okay go. this is a beautiful color they describe it as copper
0: yes which it kind of is it's kind of a, that orange yeah. amber isn't it yes
1: yeah. it is beautiful
0: yes and tam was has always been used so the main the main whiskey that they make has always been used for blends Yes. Um, But they are also now just coming out with their uh, own uh, whiskey as a single malt. Um, As I said, double cask. So typically bourbon cask and then finished in sherry cask. Um, And this one is very sweet. So you can definitely get that on the nose. Yeah, but I also get the oak
1: cask. I do get that bourbon cask in here. It's not overly sherry, which of course, you know... I'm happy with Sherry Who now I'm <laughs> Now I'm happy with Sherry. But it, this distillery is also a f- relatively new distillery, isn't it? It's yeah. only started in Yeah. Which is some stupid thing that John Lennon and Oko Ono got together the same year. Exactly. Makes yeah. it a very special whiskey.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> which they, they have nothing to do with the distillery probably. But no. it was a fun, a fun fact to read that uh, that was the uh, exact year. Um, so how does that taste
1: it's nice it's smoother than i thought it was going to be
0: okay okay okay
1: it's not an age whiskey is it it's uh there's cask. no
0: age statement nope. on the no, on no the age bottom. statement it's a no age stage whiskey that is very very true nope. but it is remarkably smooth it is very smooth mm. it just glides down and yeah it's got not that big finish but it kind of s- lingering on the back of your tongue it does it
1: does it's not a complex finish um it's a bit, uh, the finish is a little like the first whiskey we tasted on the new video channel actually it's yeah. it's healthy finish but it's not complex
0: it's not very crazy you know this is a real this is a good drinker's whiskey i think you're probably right i think it
1: is and, it, and yeah. i've had the first taste now so the second nosing
0: mm-hmm
1: is uh, I can start to get some of that kind of vanilla um, sugar. Yes, yes. Uh, but, I mean, I'm looking at some tasting notes here, and they talk about, you know, blackberries and stuff, which I don't get. They say it's very sweet on the nose, but I actually don't. That bourbon seems to, to really kind of keep it baselined okay. without it being overly sweet. So
0: oh, I, get, I get a lot of sweetness on that. Mm. No, personally, well, I don't. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, an it's, it's got a nice mouthfeel. Yeah. To it. it's got nice a nice oily mouthfeel uh, there as well.
1: It's certainly uh, a whiskey you can chew on.
0: Yes. That's what I mean. So it's got that good mouthfeel that you can that you're actually not drinking water, but you can just slurp a liter away, but and I get a lot of the fruitable, yeah.
1: As it uh, as you swallow it. So on the tongue um kind of uh, Kind of get ice cream. Why am I getting? Yeah, I do. It's not mocha, not like the last podcast. <laughs> so, but I, but I do get kind of vanilla honey ice cream on that the taste. Bourbon,
0: bourbon, vanilla. Maybe. well mm, yeah. yeah. Well, they're also talking about Toffee, lots of yeah. chocolate and and apples. I don't get any apples on there. No,
1: no, and I was really looking forward to that because I, uh, you know, my yeah. my. Uh, 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 writer's Tears, I just love that green mm-hmm. apple yep. nose on True. there. And I was expecting that the case. But yep. uh, different between Irish and Scottish. But I I would recommend this. I might even buy a bottle. Oh. And it's cheap. Mm-hmm. It was 30 euros or something. 35 something yeah. like that where we saw it.
0: Yeah, exactly. In terms of value for money. that's good. Think, I think this is a yes. good
1: touching whenever you want to go to whiskey.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So if you're not too ready to plunge on your sofa in the evening, ready to watch something silly like an old episode of Friends, yes, this might it's definitely be
1: a, an episode of Friends whiskey.
0: Exactly. Yes. The one where they taste the whiskey. Yes. Exactly.
1: Yeah. As you as you get more into this, then you get toffee apples on the finish. Ooh, that sweetness develops. Well, it mm-hmm. is developing for me. Yeah. Ah.
0: Yes. This is very pleasant. Uh Yeah, I also might get a bottle of this because, well, as we, as whiskey drinkers now move forward, we get more and more whiskey bottles and we get a bigger and bigger collection. And every time I'm standing there and I'm just looking at, okay, I'm looking for a whiskey, but what am I going to get? And most of the time I'm just always reverting back to five same kind of whiskies, but this might definitely be another staple that i that i might want to want to add to the collection
1: yeah. i'm surprised because i don't get any smokiness in there and, and normally you like a hint of smoke in there but sure. this one really is about vanilla lollipops sweet yeah fruit yeah um but it's it's not overly it's not that sort mm. of uh, bourbon vanilla that you kind of get you know it's not that mm. kind of open, open. it's v- uh, vanilla
0: is probably the wrong taste
1: toffee i think is a better description
0: i have to say mm. the bourbon and the sherry they married very elegantly they do, into yes. each other you don't get overly sherry you don't get overly bourbon it's just a very pleasant combination without any weird things sticking out just yeah, it's a yeah. it's a very well pleasant drink.
1: Yeah, uh, it would make a nice aperitif actually just before dinner.
0: Yeah, save yourself think so up as with well. those terms. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, it's been a day of Good. value. Wow. wow, yeah. So, we had great value that we identified in Outlook and SharePoint Online mm-hmm. and MS Teams, and we had a whiskey that is 30 euros a bottle that we go wow about, to be mm-hmm. fair. Yeah, it's not just an average, it's actually better than an average whiskey. True, true, but, true. Um but price wise, that's a good a great price point. Yeah. And uh, a very, very I'm pleasant. Gonna, drink. I'm gonna good look out for that friend. one. Yeah. Mm. Very good choice. Mm-hmm. It's a space side, did we say that? So it's yes, kind of uh, yeah. um yeah. uh lower um east side uh, of Scotland. Um and, and to yeah, be honest, I haven't I haven't drunk
0: many space sides whiskey, so I'm, I'm pretty happy about this one.
1: Yeah, no, I like Space Sides. I have to say, I, I had some many years ago. So, mm. yeah, so Distillery, uh, Tamna Vullin. It's their double-cast whiskey, and I think it probably has the positive recommendations from us a stamp of approval stamp of office 365 distilled approval yes nice Nice. (laughs) i wonder if we can sell them that we'll have a word with the (laughs) disagree hey look we can put you can put our logo on your bottle and we approve your drink i don't think that
0: (laughs) no it
1: certainly won't make us rich but then again we don't do it to make us rich no cool Awesome. All right. I don't want to say much more. It's a, a nice podcast. We're finishing more or less on the hour, which good. means we're not going mm-hmm. bad. We, I really liked the conversation. I think it was good. Um, I always like it when we kind of have the idea at the last minute. Yes. And, uh, especially <laughs> exactly. when it's completely out of the box, talking yep. about Formula One, and then also, yeah, actually, There's where a story would we here. put the value? Yeah. yeah, so that's neat. And then we finish. You bring a
0: whiskey to taste, which... Uh, Uh, which doesn't disappoint like the last one no
1: and I think I have a sample of that still so I might actually go digging around my sample jars and uh, Ah, and have a taste so So, so, sir, it was a pleasure again thank you very much pleasure was all mine uh, yeah cool Um, I guess so Steve Dolby gonna say bye Cy Steve Um, and uh, as always I will let my esteemed colleague finish off the podcast and, uh, and then I'll intervene
0: of course and usually say the last bye but we'll go so Maren over to you my friend thank you all for listening uh, to our episode 52 and uh, we'll be back in a few weeks with another episode that's all
1: bye for now ciao
0: if I give you a bottle will that help you hit the road
1: that would be awesome if only we could put whiskey in the cloud and build an app to download it straight into the glass.
0: And you said I was the millennial. All right. Out, out. Thank you, Miss. See you next time. Oh, Steve, you know what? You know what we forgot to talk about? Next time, Moran, on the next Office 365 with Steve.